an angel of the Lord appeared in a time of uncertainty and, and, and he said God sent his angels and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not helped me because I was found innocent before. Throughout the Bible, we learn about real people who stood firm in the midst of life's myriad of crises. What did they know? What anchored them in the most difficult seasons of their lives? For practical answers to these and more, join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church family in this timely, insightful message. And let's get into the Word of God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that no matter what you may be going through, may the peace of God be yours this morning. In the midst of all the chaos in the world, I said, may the peace of God be yours this morning. May you experience peace in the name of Jesus. And share it online with your friends and, and neighbors and co-workers. And let's gather around the word of God. I trust you are doing well. And if you are not, by the end of this service, you'll be doing well. Amen. I believe that strongly. <laughs> Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I hope you had a blessed week. I had a very good week. God is good. God is faithful. And I'm ready to get into God's word. Last week, we started talking about what to do in uncertain times. And uh, how many of us will agree, these are not your normal days. These are not your average days. There's so much going on in the world with the virus and everything else. But you see, the, the thing to realize is, is you see, uh, one of the things is, 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 it seems when one, when one problem is solved, then another takes, take, takes, takes its place. And we, that's the kind of world that you live in. You live in that every day. Apart from church on Sunday and during the week, you live every day. It seems, okay, I have a flat tire. I take care of it. Then I get home. I, was, I woke up. I was in a good mood. And all of a sudden, I hear bad news. My brother needs money. Um, there's divorce. There's all these things. Am, am I going to be next? What, 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 is, what is going on? If you look at world leaders, it, it may seem that everything is okay. But in their eyes, you see that in their, they have fear in them. And like, what is going on in the world? And what's going to happen next? There's a terrorist attack here. Then another one happens. Is the government going to do it? Well, all these things. And then you ask yourself, you get to that place. Sometimes you get to a place of despair. Sometimes you receive a bad report. But in the midst of it all, Jesus is still Lord. In the midst of it all, he has not changed. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the thing to realize is to, is to come to the place where you look to God. In the midst of all the uncertainties in the world. And so last week, I'll recap what we talked about, and then we'll continue from there. We talked about the fact that uncertain times, uh, 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 they are not new. Whether it's the pandemic of 100 years ago or this COVID-19 that we are dealing with, it's not new. Jesus, before he left, he left the disciples in, in I mean, it, it was an uncertain time. But he gave them something that they should do. He gave them a response as to what they should do. And that is so, so important that in the, in the midst of all that is going on, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of uncertain times, we know the right response. Because if not, you can, you can get to a place where you get into a place of despair and hopelessness and you stay there. But you will not stay there in the name of Jesus. I said you will not stay there in the name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of our Lord. So we talked about the, we talked about the fact that on certain times, at uh, times that they keep coming, but our response should be 
Turn with me to Acts chapter 1, verse 4. Acts 1, verse 4. How do we approach? What do we do in uncertain times? Acts 1, 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Notice what Jesus said to his disciples before he left. He says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. And that's not the normal thing to do. And we talked about the fact that the way God operates is different from the way that we think and the way that we operate. In times of uncertainty, wait on God. Naturally, if he's going to leave and the Jewish leaders are already after them and looking for them, the thing to tell them is everybody go to your home and do whatever you, 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 you want to do. But he says, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Because in those times, we, we said that there are times of many voices. There are so many voices in the world. Whose voice are you going to listen to? So that's why you must wait on God to hear his voice, to hear what he's saying. Instead of running away from God, you draw close to God. And in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, the Bible says, notice what the Bible says, thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 40, verse 31, he says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I pray in the name of Jesus in this season, as you keep your eyes on God, may your strength be renewed. I said, may your strength be renewed. I said, may your strength be renewed. May you not faint in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. Times of uncertainty doesn't abolish the promise of God. He says, wait for the promise of the Father. Wait. And, and, and it's interesting, as they gathered and waited on God, his promise was fulfilled. And we also established the fact that in times of uncertainties, God works through the circumstances sometimes to fulfill his plan and his purposes. We saw that in the teaching of Joseph in Genesis chapter 50 verse 20. Notice what he said. He says to his brothers, when times in, in a time of famine, in a time when it, it, it didn't look very good, he says, but as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about us in this day to save many people alive. Therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. You meant it for evil. The devil meant it for evil. But in the midst of it all, I pray, may God turn it around for your good. I said, may God turn it around for your good. I said, may God turn it around for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, so important. And then in times of uncertainty also, notice that for these disciples, in, in Acts chapter 12, when Herod tried to kill Peter, it looked very dark. But when the church continued to pray and to seek God, Notice they did not run away, but notice what the Bible says in Acts chapter 12, verse 12. He says, So when he when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. What were they doing? What were they doing? Peter knew exactly where to go. 
and his disciples even though peter had been arrested they didn't say no we are just going to go ahead and go go and do whatever if everybody likes they still gathered together they did not neglect the assembling of themselves together and when they gathered they didn't have a committee to decide uh, to send a delegation to herod to free to free peter they gathered together for one purpose and they were praying in times of uncertainty, come to, as we come together and pray, may we begin to see changes in our lives and in our nation and the nations of the world. In times of uncertainty, it's not the time to draw away. That is the time to draw close to God. That is the time to gather around the word of God. That is the time to gather and to pray and to see God. I pray may your prayer life go to another level in this season. And as we gather together as well. But notice as well what, what happened. Where as they were waiting on God. You see they gathered in somebody's home. Somebody decided to yield their home for the brothers to gather. That was John Mark. John Mark was the writer of the, of the, book, of, of the book of Mark. And, 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 and his name is recorded because these people said look. No matter what is going on we will still see God. May that be your testimony in the name of Jesus. And notice, Herod, Herod, Herod was taken care of by God, but, but, but the angel struck, struck Herod on a day when he was boasting. But notice as a result, in a time of uncertainty, in a time of difficulty, in Acts chapter 12, verse 24, the Bible says, but the word of God grew and multiplied. In a time of adversity, in a time of uncertainty, the word of God grew and multiplied. And that is my prayer as well in this season. As we continue to pray, as we continue to see God, what the devil meant for evil, may God turn it around. May we see many people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. May the word of God grow in your life. May the word of God grow in our community. May the word of God grow in our nation. May the word of God grow in the nations of the world. And multiply. And may we see many people come to the saving knowledge of of Jesus Christ that we have ever before. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And then we also we also emphasize that don't lean on your own understanding. Proverbs chapter three, verse five to six. And then number two, we talk about the fact that don't panic. Don't panic. And we reference Psalm seventy-eight nine to ten. And then also we talked about the fact that number three, go to your own company. Go to your own company. And we see that in Acts chapter 4, verse 23, in a time of great persecution, the Bible says that they went to their own company because there is power in unity. There is power in, one, in, in, in being in one, in one accord. There, there are several times in, in the book of Acts that the word one accord is used. In Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 1, verse 4, they were in, with one accord in prayer. In Acts chapter number 2, in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, they were in one accord. You can take these scriptures now. They were in one accord. We trust you're being blessed by this Word Mission Church International message. We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs, and we look forward to meeting you in person soon. Text us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or for prayer. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org for more life-giving messages. Learn about our famous kids' church, Lion and Lamb series. Connect with local or foreign missions. Like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to get notifications for live stream. Subscribe on YouTube and even watch live 
on www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Let's continue this insightful message. In one place, and as they were, the promise of the Father was fulfilled. In Acts chapter 2, verse 46, they were in one accord in daily worship. Acts 2, 46. Number four, they were in one accord in, in, in doing the Lord's Supper. In Acts, we see that in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And then in Acts chapter 8, verse 6, number 5, they were in one accord in obedience. And then Acts chapter 15, verse 25, they were in one accord, even in making decisions regarding the church. And then we see that again in 7, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 2. So there is power in unity when we come together in times of uncertainty uh, to, to see God. And, 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 to, and to do his will. In the name of Jesus, I pray in this season, may you draw closer to God than ever before. May you draw closer to God than ever before. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So now let's go to number four. In times of uncertainty, walk and live by faith and not by fear. It's so important. Walk and live by faith and not Fear. Turn with me to Acts chapter 27, verse 22. Acts 27, 22. Glory be to the name of our Lord. He says, this, this was when Paul ran into a storm. And notice this, he says, And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of God, to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, Notice the phrase, do not be afraid. And this morning, God is saying to you, do not be afraid. And he said, Paul, you must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, man, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. You see, Paul was on his way to Rome to testify. And in the middle of it, and before they set out, he told these people, and sometimes we run into trouble because we refuse to listen. He told these people, let's not set out and go. Let's just, let's just stay here and winter here, and after winter we can go. The people said, no, we are experienced people. We, we fish up, I mean, sailors. We know what we are doing. Let's just go. And as they went, they ran into a storm. They run into uncertain times. They run into difficulty. And for 14 days, these people had not been eaten. And all of a sudden, God appeared to, an angel appeared to Paul and said to him, do not be afraid. I don't know what you are going through this morning. I don't know the circumstances of your life. But this morning, I've come to announce to you by the word of God that do not be afraid. In the midst of uncertain times, you do not need to fear, but you need to live by faith. Notice we said, and the angel said to him, uh, you must be brought before Caesar. You will get to your destination. You get to where you are supposed to get to. When he got up, he, he told those people, he said, therefore take out men, for I believe God. You see, at that point, he has an option to believe what his eyes, natural eyes is telling him and the storm that he's in or to believe what God has said. He said he chose the other, the, 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 the other option, which was to believe God. In times of uncertainty, don't look at the natural circumstances. Don't look at the things that you see. Look at God and at his word. Somebody may say an angel has not appeared to me, but God has given you his word. And this morning he's saying to you, I do not be afraid. Believe my word. 
and I will bring you to the place where I've destined for you, for you. You will get to your destination. Nothing will be able to cut you short. And in the name of Jesus, I am speaking to you by the word of the living God. Make a decision. Make a choice to believe God. Hey, say and say. Say aloud. Wherefore says. I like that statement, wherefore says. When I use that, it means I am referencing and I'm, and I'm, I'm saying, Lord Almighty, Lord Jesus, and Holy and the Holy Spirit, I believe your word. And in the presence of the enemy, I choose to believe what God has said. Wherefore says, I believe God that it will be exactly as he was told me. I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God that which God has for your life for this year will not fall short. It will come to pass, but the choice and the decision is yours to choose to believe God and not fear. May you believe God in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In times of uncertainty, live by faith and not fear. Notice what the Bible says in Daniel chapter 6. Let's go to Daniel chapter 6, verse 16. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Make that choice. Make that decision in Jesus' name. He says, so the king, this was when the king again gave a command that no one should pray unto any other god for 30 days. The Bible says, so the king gave the command and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Notice the phrase, whom you serve continually. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signet of his lord, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him. Also his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning in, in, in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a loud voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not heard me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before, before you. Notice that the king said, Daniel, your God, verse 16, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. That means that Daniel had a testimony of serving God. The king knew that Daniel was a servant of the living God. You see, it means that Daniel was consistent in his walk. When the king gave a decree that no one should, should pray unto any other God for 30 days, Daniel said, forget it. Not me. No, 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 you cannot. It's not going to happen. You can do whatever you want. I'm still going to serve my God. What is this testimony that you have? I pray in the name of Jesus, may you serve God so faithfully, even when it, it, it seems that that's not the right thing to do. When it seems that that's not, not, that's not the right thing to do. May people around you begin to testify and say there's some consistency about your work with God. When it's difficult, when times are uncertain, you still serve God. You still obey God. You still do his, his will. The king said, whom you serve continually. What is your testimony? When times are difficult. When times are uncertain, 
when, th when, when things don't look like, like the right hand. He says the king, so, so the king was so concerned. For some, for, uh, the king was so concerned. When Daniel went, went, went in there, he was so concerned about Daniel. He, he said, he, he, he did not, don't, don't give me any food. I'm fasting tonight. Also, his sleep went from him. But when he went and arose early in, the, very early in the morning and went there, he says, he says that the king spoke to Daniel saying, Daniel, servant of the living God. A servant is someone who does the will of the, of, of, of the Lord. I pray. You see, you don't have to be a preacher to be a servant of the living God. In this season, you can say, you, you can, instead of using the social media to, 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 to just say on uh, things that don't matter, use that same tool, your phone, that you've been looking at all the time. What are you doing on the phone? Browsing, 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 sending. Uh, use it to say today, I'm going to send a text message to someone. Today, I'm going to use this tool to be a blessing to somebody. You are serving the living God. He says, servant of the living God. Servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, be able to deliver you from the lions? Thank, thank, notice what Daniel said. Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. Notice an angel again. May the angel of God that encamp around you give you deliverance in this season. Uh, the same an angel of the Lord appeared in a time of uncertainty and, and, and he said God sent his angels and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not helped me because I was found innocent before him I pray in the mighty name of Jesus sometimes it feels like you are in a lion's den I mean life I mean you go through life and 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 and, and, and things happen but in the mighty name of Jesus may God shut the mouth of the adversary against your life i said may god shut their mouth of the adversary against your life in the mighty name of jesus christ may god deliver you i said 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 may god deliver you when you make that decision to serve god and maintain your walk with god in the mighty name of jesus may god deliver you i said may god deliver you you. you have been faithfully following God. Maybe you have not been following, faithfully following him. But in the name of Jesus this morning, as you make a decision to serve the living God. Ah, oh, my Lord and my God. May God send his angel to deliver you. May God act on your behalf. In Jesus' mighty name, with all that is going on in the world. Maybe you say, oh, just when I was starting to, to get back up on my feet, COVID-19 came back along. I lost my job. Ah, but in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, as you maintain your integrity before God, as you continue to serve the living God, as you pray, may God deliver you in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He sent his angel to deliver him. Walk by faith and not, do not fear. Oh, Job put it this way in Job chapter 19, verse 25. Notice how he phrased it. He says, thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, for I know that my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. I know that my Redeemer lives. And he shall stand at the last day on the earth. I know that my Redeemer lives. In another place, he says, All the days of my appointed time would I wait till my change comes. Let that be your testimony. 
I know that my Redeemer lives. In Job 14, verse, he says, all the days of my appointed time will I wait. That means that he was expecting that whatever he's going through is temporary. Whatever he's going through is subject to change. So he says, my re I know that my Redeemer lives. This morning, do you know, do you have a Redeemer? That's the first question. Because if you don't, you, get, you have to have one. You cannot have do, do without him. But if you know, if you already know him, you can say and wake up in the morning and testify. I don't know what this day beholds, but I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that he is alive. I know that he... We trust you were blessed by this message. To listen to the entirety of this message, search for Word Mission Church International on YouTube. There you can subscribe to never miss another sermon. You can also listen to the entire series on our YouTube page. On Facebook, find Word Mission Church International. Connect with us for live prayer sessions. On wordmissionchurchinternational.org, we invite you to take advantage of amazing resources. Simply text RADIO to 719-496-4930. Connect with us and receive Christian resources like scripture prayer cards, free book download, and more.